It's time to become bullyproof so we can live our best kicking life. As we know, life ain't all sunshine and rainbows, and bullying is a real problem that negatively affects millions of kids, parents, teens, adults every single day. But there's a solution, and the good news is you found it. The Grogan's Bullyproof and Kicking Life Podcast. So get ready to be empowered with hope and self-confidence to believe in yourself to become bullyproof and live your best kick in life. Master Grogan here. Hope you're having a fantastic day. Well, guess what? We're back with another weekly spotlight show. And who do we have today? Well, you can see her on the screen there. And if um, if your name, good. If not, I'm going to give you a, a big lead in and talk about her bio and all her awesomeness and then let her come on and uh, say hello to all her fans and followers. So if you're tuning in for the first time, thank you so very much. I, I know how valuable time is and the fact that you're taking time out of your busy life, out of your busy day to be with me and be with my special guest today means the world to me. And I promise I'm going to continue doing my absolute very best to bring the best guest but also the best content to empower you to overcome your challenges, battle through your fears, and stand up to any bully you face, real or in your mind. So we're live streaming to our YouTube channel, Grogan's Bullyproof, our Facebook page. And to be honest, this is the only second time I've done this, so I'm going to jump on over and make sure we're streaming. And I think we are. Let's see. There we go. Well, i got to get back to the top of the page here and refresh it. So we're all learning on this together. But the reason I'm telling you this is because when you pop on here, make sure, oh, there we are. <laughs> you ask any questions that you have, and I'm going to tag our guest. I'm not going to say her name just yet. If you know her, you'll see it. There we go. That way, her friends can see it too. And if you're listening on the podcast, thank you as always. This uh, was live streamed today on Thursday, and then it airs the podcast on Mondays. All right. Boom, we got all that technical behind the scenes stuff done. Let's introduce our special guest. She's a heartfelt, inspirational speaker, coach and author of Triumph Through the Tears and the Five G's to a Stronger Mindset. Her passion and purpose is to help women, and I would have to gather to say men as well, but being a woman, she's gonna empower women to uh, believe in themselves, stand up, fight back against any challenge, any setback they've ever had, but empower women to fully embrace their health, mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally, and has led has led her to open a boutique wellness studio in Delaware. In addition, she's the owner of a purposeful life and wellness coaching to help people find hope through loss and grief. She's a Ziegler certified, uh, and I got to go through the speaker training with her, which was fantastic, but she's also a Ziegler Legacy certified coach, John Maxwell, coach and trainer, ace personal trainer, and she's helped thousands of women transfer their lives over the past 12 years. In addition, she holds many wellness certifications, and her passion is to help her community um, which is evident in her involvement in countless charities. She's the president of Cure SMA Delaware and South Jersey chapter uh, for 19 years, nine-year participant dancing with Delaware stars to benefit moms and houses, uh, boys and girls clubs, as well as support many others. She also has served as an honorary commander for three years at the Dur uh, Dover, 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 get right here, Air Force Base. And most importantly, most importantly, last but not least, She's devoted to her awesome husband of 24 years, Jason, and um, a mom, and four beautiful, loving children, Isabel, Blaze, Jake, and her angel in heaven, Stephen. She's passionate about God, running, fitness, community travel, helping women identify their life, their purpose, uh, through a healthy lifestyle. Who am I talking about? Well, my goodness, I've got goosebumps from all those accolades. You see her on the screen here, the beautiful Jessica Moyer. Jessica, how are you today? I am doing fabulous. Thank you so much for having me on here. I'm very excited. I know we've been talking about this for a while, so here we are. Well, and shame on me. I, I We uh, met, it, it was kind of a virtual Ziegler thing the first time with a speaker one, and then we saw each other in June in Texas at the Ziegler uh, Legacy Certification, Recertification, or whatever it was, or just an awesome opportunity to be with other Ziegler uh, family members. And we connected right away, and then I promised you that was back in June that we would get this thing done. And then I moved to Florida in July, and I fell behind a little bit. I was trying to find the right app and the right platform. And I used to record these live in our recording studio uh, for the podcast. But since I moved, I no longer have access to that. So I had to find another way. But uh, anyway, it's here. The day is here. Yes. And Jessica's yes. on the show. Yes. Well, well, just that list of accolades, I hope I didn't leave anything out. 
Uh, if I did, please list uh, all, some of the other amazing things you're doing. And by all means, give a shout out to your husband, your kids, your followers, your fans, because everyone loves hearing their name on the air. Yeah, I think you covered everything. I think you got it all in that in that you know little paragraph of yours. No, I am just so appreciative of the community here and of, of course my family and friends. So just ready to get rocking and rolling and see how we can just offer hope to people and to bully proof themselves. Awesome sauce. And I forgot to turn on the chat. So we might have people actually chatting and I have not seen that. I'm still learning, folks. Cut me some slack. As always, if you pop on here, make sure you say hi and then uh, any questions you may have for Jessica. So, Jess, I got to dive right in. With um, how did you hear first about uh, uh, Zig Ziglar and what, what enticed you to be a part of the Ziglar family? Honestly, it kind of happened organically. I was, I'm was i a John Maxwell coach, and just through other coaches and seeing what people were posting about other others that inspired them, Zig Ziglar name kept popping up. And really up until about 2017, I really wasn't following any podcasts or any self-development. And so I listened to a podcast, and my heart was just, just felt a connection. And I reached out to the Ziegler organization and within, I think a day, Tom, the, you know, the owner, Tom Ziegler himself, I think reached out and called me and I, I've been hooked ever since to this community. It's just an amazing group of people that want to help themselves to be able to help others. And so just uh, kind of happened organically. I don't know why I feel like God just kind of called me towards it. So those things happen. I, I, I share that um, I had never heard of Zig Ziegler until 2012. Uh, unfortunately, it was the, um, right around the time he passed away, and I was watching a webinar, one of the first webinars I'd ever attended and, and been a part of, and the lady that was conducting it just kept mentioning this Zig Ziglar guy and just kept bringing up all the quotes. And I'm like, holy smokes, who is this guy? And I share often that up until 2012, I didn't know I could read because I chose not to. The group of influences and people I was surrounding myself with, you know, they were fine in their own way, but they definitely weren't. And I, and I talk about this in uh, a lot of presentations. It's in my book. Uh, engines and anchors, you know, the engines are driving and pushing you to greatness and higher levels, things you never thought possible. And then unfortunately the anchors, and it's nothing against them. That's just who they are. They're tending to hold you back and pull you down, tell you all the reasons why you can't do it. And my limiting belief for years, and it's still a battle I fight is Richie, you're not big enough. You're not strong enough. You're not smart enough. Richie, you're just going to be this. Why can't you accept that? And, you know, and then for the longest time you, you plant those, or you don't intentionally plant those weeds, but they get planted. And then somehow they get fertilized and somehow they grow and the uh, the roots are, are almost impossible to dig up. But I, I share, they can be dug up because we all have our challenges. We've all got our limiting beliefs and we've all overcome uh, countless challenges. And that kind of dives into the next step, uh, Jess, with uh, uh, you were, you said kind of God placed it there. Well, you know, there's an old thing with martial arts. It's like uh, when the student is ready, the master will appear kind of an old Kung Fu thing. When you can snatch the pebble out of my hand, you're able to leave the island, silly stuff like that. But there's a lot of meaning to that. And, and, and I say that because it was almost magical the way it happened with my introduction to the uh, Ziegler family. And it definitely sounds like not only with you, but all others I talk about or talk to in the Ziegler family, it just happened. It's like, I don't know how it happened. God just put it in play there. And I'm, I'm very big on and God works in mysterious ways. And sometimes we're just not ready for those lessons. But when we are, if we're willing to grasp them and take them, and it certainly sounds like that was something you, and John Maxwell, I had actually heard of John Maxwell and read a couple of his books prior to hearing about Zig Ziglar. And then it was like, oh my gosh. And one led to the, uh, into the next. And of course, Jack Canfield, Jim Rome, Chris Widener, uh, all people I consider mentors in, in my life. And it sounds like similar paths that, uh, that, that you've kind of crossed there with your learning and lessons in life and being open to it. Absolutely. I think that's key. I think you have to be willing for something new to come into your life and just be ready for the opportunities. Yeah. And, and, and uh, I've got so many things to talk about here, but you just brought up one of my favorite words is opportunities. And the reason I say it's one of my favorite words is because I often hear people telling me, they'll say, well, I like what you're doing and thank you for the inspiration, but I'm just waiting on God to tell me what to do. And, and you know, a, a lot of times in the past, I'd just be like, Okay, and think to myself, dang, what could I say to them without ticking them off, without offending them, but really drive them? And now I'm pretty blunt and blatant. I just say, look, yes, you, God is going to tell you what to do, but you have to be willing to take the opportunities when they present themselves. And most importantly, there's no such thing as luck. Luck 
is when preparation is met with opportunity. So start preparing now for what you can do when that opportunity comes. And then, of course, some people will fight me and say, well, maybe the opportunity never comes. Well, I would rather be prepared for the opportunity to come and maybe not than not be prepared and the gosh darn thing come. And then I'm like, oh, now what do I do? So that's a little thing there. Opportunity. Yeah. Take advantage of it. But um, you, you can't stand there leaning on the shovel if you want to dig a hole and say, well, God, you're going to dig the hole for me? No, you got to do it. Yeah, absolutely. You said you got to put the work in. It's that whole uh, thing with Ziggler. You got to pump the well a certain amount of times. You know, you got to pump it before the water comes. And, and that's life. You can't expect things just to happen. You got to work for them and you got to have the desire and the belief. So, all right, now I, I, I got to ask. So, so you're now you're telling me that everything you've accomplished, this beautiful studio you have in the back, 24 years of marriage, four wonderful kids, all your certifications, your books, the Ziegler, the Maxwell, the credentials you have, that just didn't poof because you, 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 you prayed enough? You actually had to put work if in? Only. If only, right? No, it, it takes hard work, you know, and I, I think many of us, including myself, we get impatient and we, we want instantaneous. And I think that's really the way of the world, especially with, you know, social media and all the things right at our fingertips. We're, we're guilty of Amazon, but we have to understand you have to put the work in, right? You have to have that self-belief. You have to block out the outside noise and just keep grinding. And, and of course, just like anything, and that's another, uh, I guess, retort is the best word I can get from a lot of, well, people, they, they, they want to challenge, which, you know what, I'm up for the fight. But uh, they'll, they'll say, uh, well, yeah, that's easier said than done. And I'll challenge them. I'll say, well, you tell me one thing that isn't easier said than done. Well, yeah, but that's just a cop out. No, it's not. It's the reality of things. And as you said, uh, uh, Zig, you got to pump the well to get the water. Or another one I always liked when he would uh, he would talk about you can't stand in front of the stove and say, "Give me heat," then I'll give you wood. <laughs> right, right, right. You got to put the wood in first. Gosh darn it! Well, good stuff. Good, and and and, and I'm sure Jess, and just to humanize you, all you and your amazing accomplishments. Was, it, was there ever a time that you just said, you know what, what the heck am I doing here? I just want to give up and quit on all this stuff. That ever happened? Um, just this past weekend. Oh, so it, 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 it yeah. wasn't just weeds yeah. in the past. It happens, uh, it unfortunately. happens all the time. I think we all get down and get discouraged. And there's days where you just feel like you don't want to push through anymore. And it's okay to have those days. You know, you kind of sometimes it's okay to cover your head up for a couple of hours but you got to be resilient and that's life. And, you know, you don't, you don't grow, you don't change if you don't put forth the effort. That being said, there's going to be days that are really challenging. There's seasons that are really challenging, but you just got to push through. You got to have mentors in your life. People you can reach out to and say, Hey, I need help. And uh, just keep, keep going. Just, you know, one foot in front of the other. A lot of days are like that for myself. Awesome. And thank you for being so transparent with that, because oftentimes um, I'm not a believer in the sunshine and rainbow world. I, I, uh, one of the way I end every speech is the Rocky speech. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. You know, it's a mean, nasty place. And I don't care how tough you are. It'll beat you to your knees and keep you there permanent if you let it. And that's true. That's true. Yeah. And I often shared it with people. Um, you know, there's a lot of days when I don't want to do the pod as much as I love talking, as much as I love having great guests and, and having an opportunity to share the screen with, with, with wonderful, insightful people. It's still a lot of work behind the scenes. And there's some days I'm like, I don't want to do it. But you got to do it. And I tell you, folks, on those days, especially those challenging days. So today, um, well, today was uh, every day is a good day. You're above ground, right? And every day is a good day you're breathing. And uh, I live in the freedom of Florida, so it's a beautiful day. But uh, uh, sorry, Jess. No, you're in Delaware. But uh, um, but there, there are all those challenges. But when you overcome those challenges, and I tell you, every single time I finish a podcast, I finish a video blog, finish a live stream or whatever, especially a speech in front of, you know, hundreds or thousands of people, my gosh, it's just so empowering. And the reason for that is I'm operating in my zone of genius. I am utilizing my God-given talents to be who I was born to be. And when you're doing that, man, you forget about anything else. You forget about all your struggles. You forget about, it doesn't mean they go away, but I'll tell you what it does do, folks, is it empowers you to come at them at a different angle. And I compare a lot of things to fighting because that's something, well, I, I, I would like to think I was good at it, but I was really good at getting hit. So I don't know if I was really good at fighting or not, but, but I, I learned and analyzed, meaning I'd get the tar beat out. I mean, I think, man, I don't enjoy getting hit with that. Well, what can I do? Well, I can learn. I can battle through. I can overcome. And then that success was so much better. 
And I always talk about it's easier to get to the top than it is to stay to the top because you lose that competitive edge. But to get there, you got to continue. You got to fight, 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 and then you got to keep fighting. And then, of course, make sure your dreams, your alignment, your whys are all in, in alignment. So people hear me talk about this stuff all the time. Enough of me. Let's talk about you. Um, so tell me about the book, the books. The book. So Triumph Through the Tears is a book I wrote about a year ago, actually, last March. It published. And the book is really my journey of loss. Uh, my son, Stephen, passed away at the age of nine months from a genetic disease called spinal muscular atrophy. And this was about 20 years ago. It'll be 20 years ago in March. And I wanted to share my journey of loss because I went through more loss after the, after Stephen passed and just offer hope to those because we all suffer grief. No one escapes this world without grief and loss. And so I wanted to share my journey of how I, I don't want to say conquer because you never get, you never get over grief. You learn how to manage it. Um, and I talk about the five G's in the book. The five G's are your intrinsic gifts that we can use every day. It doesn't cost a thing. They're God-given gifts and they're gratitude, generosity, growth, grit, and grace. And by using these every day, you know, it can really help change your mindset from a negative to a positive mindset. And so I realized through writing this book that I was already using those gifts. I just didn't realize it. And so I talk about that. I talk about self-care a lot. You know, I'm very passionate about that. Um, you know, taking care of, of what God has given us, you know, some of us are born with different issues or diseases or genetic defects, but whatever it is, we take the best care we can of it. That is our duty. And I also talk about resilience in the book, as you know, you got You got to be resilient. You got to have grit to, to keep on pushing forward. Uh, thank you for sharing that. And then I know, uh, I tell you, when we first kind of met, it was, uh, it, it was over one of these things because the, the lockdown was going on for the uh, Ziegler speaker. And uh, you presented your, your uh, keynote presentation, which you talked a lot about the book and a lot about the grief, a lot about the loss, a lot about the uh, uh, grit, perseverance in, in order to overcome. And, it, and I kind of forgot until you just said it again about the fact that you really never get over the grief, but you learn how to not necessarily manage it, but how to power through it. In, in order to possibly utilize whatever grief you've experienced in order to empower someone else who might be going through that. And obviously writing the book, I'm, well, I've been writing a book for seven years now, becoming bulletproof. We're in final edit now. Hopefully Yay. by the end of the I can't oh, no. wait. Um, we'll be out, but I know how tough that is. And, and I talk about personal bullying stories, but uh, um, which were, were, were tough for me to talk about. Uh, and, and there were times when I teared up in the book too. And then of course I got a chance to go out and hit equipment in order to get that emotion out, but it wasn't as nearly as, 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 as heartfelt as the loss of a child. So to write that, to put that on there, uh, out in, in, in public print for others to not only learn from, but to be as transparent as you were had to be tough. And, and God bless you for doing that because thousands and hopefully millions of people We'll have an opportunity to not only hear this, but read your book and, and have an impact and help them battle through whatever grief or whatever challenge they're fighting. Yeah, thank you for that. It's, uh, you know, I definitely was vulnerable in the book. And I, I always tell my kids, I keep things real. You know, life is, life is tough. I don't know if you can hear the train. But I have a train yeah, that sits awesome. right behind my gym, so it's coming through right now. That um, keeps it real. I don't edit anything. It so. It keeps so it I'll, real, be, I'll be leading a meditation, you know, at 730 in the evening and the train just comes through. and We just kind of crack up. But sorry, squirrel moment. Um, so I just like I said, I keep things real. None of us escape grief. I don't like to compare my grief to someone else's because to us, it's very real no matter what it is. And so just knowing that we have someone else there for us kind of to pick us up, to listen to us without judgment. It's, it's really important to have that. And I think, too, when you go through grief, we can talk ourselves down a lot. It's easy to stay down. You know, when you've been through something, the worst thing in your life, it's easy to not want to get up and, and move forward. Um, so you have to find a purpose. And, and my purpose when my son passed away was my daughter was two at the time. And I also started a nonprofit in his memory because it gave me a purpose to, to keep moving forward. And my family rallied around me and my friends to really help 
in supporting other families that were going to go through this uh, spinal muscular atrophy um, to help fundraise. And now there is two treatments for SMA. So when you have a purpose, even when you go through the worst things in your life, it pushes you towards the light instead of staying in the darkness. And so it's so important to find something to have hope for when you go through really tough times in life. Oh, so I almost lost for words there. That, that, that was fantastic because we, we do get self-consumed in, 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 in our own grief and our own problems and, and they're real and it's never to take anything away. But I love what you said about, because um, in society today, especially with social media, we're a comparing world, right? We always were, but uh, comparison is a thief of joy. Um, Teddy Roosevelt said that, you know, if we start comparing uh, uh, our griefs, well, yeah, but you don't understand my problems. You don't understand this and that. Well, no, no one's going to ever understand that. And no one's going to ever understand the loss you went through unless they've lost the child or they've been in your shoes. But what you're doing by, by, by saying, look, you're not going to compare your grief to somebody else. You're just going to utilize the tools that you have to try and empower others. That's so powerful because it, it, you don't get caught in the pity party. You don't get caught in the victim mindset. You don't get caught in why is this all happening to me? And you may ask those things and you may feel that way. I know I have. And I know I've vocally expressed those years in the past. But I'm like, how in the world am I really helping anybody when I'm playing the victim card? And, and you have every right to do so with all the griefs you go through. But I'm just saying the way you uh, took that grief and found not only a why, but a passion. And how can I use this to get out of the dark into the light? Oh, gosh, Jess, you know, I loved you before, but son of a gun. <laughs> That's fantastic. Um, so we, we had some friends pop up on the screen. Uh, James had said uh, the five, oh, where was it at here? The, the, the five G's, you know, great. And, and maybe Jess, after we're done here, if you have access once again, this is kind of new to me with the chat box thing. If you have access, I don't see to the, the chat box on my end, so you'll have to fill me in. All right, I'll I'll definitely do that. But uh, after we're done, maybe go and type in the five G's just as a reminder. Um, and if you wouldn't mind just repeating them one more time, that would be fantastic. Yeah, and I actually have a free action guide where you can go, and it's just like a twenty-page action guide. I'm more than happy to share that with people if they want. It's funny. I do. Oh, um, gosh, I, yeah. I'm a presenter. We'll the link on that on uh, the link on on the okay live yeah, stream yeah. and anything else so people can get a hold of you and uh you know connect and follow and whatever uh, offers you have to present to them that's fantastic thank you for bringing that up yeah so the five g's and it's something i actually present present at at a fitness convention called scw to help other fitness professionals with their clients but again if you focus on these intrinsic gifts it really takes away from the things that aren't working in your life, right? So again, focusing on gratitude. What am I grateful for today? And, and you hear so many personal growth and development people talk about that, you know, starting and ending your day with gratitude in the smallest of ways. Uh, generosity. What can I do for someone today? Whether it's texting someone saying, I'm thinking of you or holding the door, just a kind gesture. Growth, you know, listening to a podcast, reaching out to a mentor, uh, learning something new each day. Uh, grit. You know, you got to pick yourself up, got to keep moving forward every single day. And uh, lastly is grace, is being able to forgive not only ourselves, but others. And so with those five Gs, it really does help change your, your, the way you look at things. Fantastic. Fan, fantastic. And, and it's nice that you uh, put them in such an easy to follow guide because, uh, uh, you know, as well as all I do, how busy everybody is. And if it's overly complicated, they're, they're people are going to overlook it. So yeah. you, you put those in nice, uh, um, well, five G's. How much better could that be? Well, good, good, good. So um, moving forward with everything you're doing, and we, we can see if you're watching the live stream here, uh, if, if you're not watching live stream, if you're listening to the podcast, well, as always, thank you so much for subscribing and listening. But you have to go and watch the live stream on our YouTube channel, Grogan's Bullyproof, and our Facebook page. So you can see the lovely, beautiful Jessica, and you can see her, her studio behind us. Well, Talk about this, this, this wonderful, amazing studio and the things you've done to, to build that up and what you do there to empower uh, women to, to believe in themselves, overcome the grief, their challenges, their struggles, to be who they were born to be. Well, we got a small little break in the action. Must have had a little bit of a, uh, but I'll keep talking until we get Jessica back on the line here. Something must have happened with our software. And if, uh, once again, if you're watching on the live stream, please jump on there and give us uh, uh, any questions you may have for myself or Jessica. She'll be back here in just a little bit. 
And if you're listening to the podcast, Grogan's Bullyproof and Kick Life podcast, make sure you subscribe and make sure on any of our channels, ring that bell so you get notified anytime any new um, podcast is released or any new live stream is released. Therefore, you're staying caught up. And obviously, if you have any questions or anything you would ever like to talk about, please don't ever hesitate to, um, uh, to reach out or to send me a message. And if you're out there and you would like an opportunity to be on the podcast, I'll be more than happy. Just uh, send me a private Facebook message and uh, let me know your credentials and what you've done. And most importantly, what you're doing to make society a happier, healthier and safer place to live, which is kind of the universal goal of everything we do here uh, with the Grogan's Bullyproof and Kick Life podcast. So let me see what's going on here with Miss Jess. We, we lost her. We lost her. Let me send her a message there and see if we can't get her back on the line here. So everybody watching, just kind of hold tight. We will uh, get this rolling again. All right. So while we get that link sent over to Jessica, get her back in. Let's go ahead and continue that. I'll go ahead and piggyback off what uh, Jess had said there regarding the, uh, the, the, the 5Gs and, you know, the, the triumph through tears. We've all have adversity in our life. We've all had challenges in our life. We've all had setbacks. And, and no, I, I don't know how, uh, how much of an impact that has had on you in your life. And just like we don't know the impact that uh, the, the loss of a child has had on Jessica's life. But what she's done is she's taken that grief and turned that into a tool to help empower others, to help them believe in themselves, to help them battle through whatever challenges they're going through. And that's fantastic. And you may not be inclined to be a podcast host or be a speaker or to write a book, and that's okay. And But if you can share your experiences and your God-given talents, whatever those are and whatever those may be, to empower somebody else, oh my gosh, that is a life worth living. That's a life fulfilled. And you have gifts out there. You have strengths. You have blessings that I know nothing about that probably nobody else knows anything about either. And that's the beautiful thing about our God-given talents is, is God gives us eyes to see those talents, but not everybody else. So oftentimes we get caught up in worrying and wondering too much about what other people are thinking, what other people, um, well, in, in, in that society, and I've been plenty guilty of it too, and to times I still am, worrying too much about what others think and not focusing on enough for what I'm trying to do by utilizing my God-given talents. And then most importantly, and, and listen to this, most importantly, realizing that others can't see what I can see because they haven't been given the eyes to see that. And, uh, um, and, and, and you just got to realize that, and I say it, I'm going to back up because I know when I say it, I need to listen to myself. That's why I wear the earphones, right? <laughs> That's why I say half the stuff I say, because I need to hear it most importantly. And, and, and that is that. They can't see the gifts that I've been given because they haven't been given the vision by God, just as I cannot see the vision, the gifts that they've been given. But what comes is that perseverance, that grit, the things Jessica uh, had mentioned. And she just sent me a little message here. Her, her connection is down, but she's working on it, and she'll be back with us in a little bit here. So I'm going to text her back and say, uh, we're here waiting. Yeah. No worries. Be happy. <laughs> so uh, anyway, uh, where was I at? Squirrel. She said squirrel, and, 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 and that affects me a lot. But the truth be told. And that is the truth. Uh, we, we, we often get wrapped up, and I know I've done it for years, and it's one of those things, and I try and be as transparent and open and vulnerable as possible. And by laying my heart out there, you know, there's a risk because there's a, there's a lot of bullies out there in society. Obviously, I spent my whole life, and you see the, the Grogan's Bullyproof and Kick of Life brand is, is, is everything I've done in the martial arts for 40-plus years, coaching, teaching uh, for 35-plus years, and it all culminates basically into the Bullyproof and Kick of Life brand, and that is the bullyproof is empowering kids, parents, teens, adults, anybody with that hope and that self-confidence to believe in themselves, to overcome their fears, battle through their challenges, to stand up to any bully they face, both real and in your mind. And we have those. Those are those uh, limiting beliefs, those weeds I was talking about earlier. That's the bullyproof. Now, the kick in life is all about utilizing your God-given talents to kick life's butt. Oh, Jessica's back. Yes. 
Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I'm, so I'm sorry. This is hey. what I deal with here. So, you know, you roll with the punches. You are exactly right. And, and Jess just said it. So, so folks, it's uh, obviously we never like for stuff like this to happen. However, I'm okay with it. And the reason I'm okay with it is because I constantly get emails and messages and people say, um, you know, well, I'm afraid to do it because what if the internet goes down? What if uh, I lose the host? What if, what if, what if, what if, what if, what if? Well, I always say you can what if yourself to death. So quit what if and, and let's talk about what is. And what is, what happened, the internet went down. Well, I just kept talking because I'm good at it, knowing Jessica's going to jump back on here and, and yes, we're going to have something are. else to talk about. <laughs> well, well, I, like I just I had to connect a different way. So we figured out if there's a will, there's a way. So I appreciate your patience. Uh, what was that talk we had earlier about grit and perseverance and finding yeah. a way? So it would be really easy not to pop back on, but we're getting this weird weather. It's raining and now it's snowing, so I don't know if that's part of it. But we roll with the punches. Roll with it. Roll with it. And then you're you're in Delaware, as uh, um, we we talked about a little bit earlier. So all kinds of goofy weather up there. Or I guess is is I was an Illinoisan for 51 years, and now I'm official in a Floridian. So we get one one weather. Actually, the truth be told, two days ago it got down to like 45 in the evening. It was still 60 during the day, but, uh, and then back up north in Illinois, we had uh, uh, three inches of snow or some nonsense. Uh, I used to like the snow. I love hockey, and I've got hockey here. Believe it or not, folks, I've got hockey in Florida. There's, um, oh my gosh, there's three rinks within, within an hour, but there's one rink that we go to, and Emmett started playing hockey again, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump on a men's league, you know, relive those, those younger days of wanting to be a pro hockey player. But uh, it's 10 minutes from the house in Florida. Hockey rinks, holy cow! So nice. But, so uh, nice. Apparently, a lot of ex uh, NHLers come down here, and uh, um, they love going to golf. You know, hockey players and golf go hand in hand, and uh, they uh, they they join these leagues. So, I don't know. There's a 50 and older uh, A league, which is kind of the upper echelon league. I'm gonna have to get my butt uh, uh, back to playing again before I play in that. But there's a lot of ex NHLers in that league, so I'm thinking about sitting on a bench next to a you know, an ex NHL player and like, yeah, <laughs> hopefully they don't want to drop the gloves. But anyway, enough of me and bragging about Florida. I, I, somehow I'm talking about Florida and more people are jumping on to listen. I don't understand that. But uh, mm-hmm. normally like, all right, wait, fine, I'm done with you, man. Well, anyway, Jessica's back. She's dealing with the weather of Delaware. And uh, um, we were just talking about kind of what the Bullyproof brand and the kicking life's all about. And Bullyproof's had hope and self-confidence to battle through your fears, overcome your challenges. Uh, to any bully you face, both real and in your mind. And we know the one in our mind, the one that creates those limiting beliefs that have been planted, that's the toughest, meanest, nastiest bully we'll ever face because they, that bully continues to tell us of all the reasons why we can't do it. Jessica, you can't write this book. You're not smart enough to write this book. Nobody wants to hear about your sob story and all those ugly things that your mind creates. But you battled through and you said, no, and that's the kick in life. I'm going to kick life's butt and I'm going to share my gift in order to help others. Yes, it's going to be painful. Yes, it's going to be tough. But I know my why is what's going to drive me out of the darkness and push me into the light to help others. Now, that doesn't mean you're not going to have Delaware days of snow and and uh, and, and rain and coldness and all that, but you're going to find a way to make it work. Silly, but just like you did with the uh, uh, overcoming the, the technical issue. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully it won't go out again, but it could, so I'm warning you. Okay, well, we will deal with it if it does. So I yeah, see some yeah. exercise balls behind us. If, you, if you're still in your, uh, I moved uh, locations. Oh, <laughs> but I will say when you talk about the bully in our head, for me, after my son passed, um, and then I lost two more babies in utero. For me, the the bully was loss. Right? It was people getting sick or dying, and. For many years, I dealt with that. That was what held me back. That's what I was living in fear. A few years after Stephen passed, my dad, who I was, he was like my hero, you know, our family kind of, my dad was just the rock for everyone. He passed away. And so it was so much loss and grief in such a short period of time that that became the bully. That's what held me back from truly living you know, living into joy. I felt like I missed out on a lot of life for many years because I was living in fear of what was going to happen next. Who was going to get sick? Who was going to die? Was I, was it going to be me? So I think no matter what, I think it depends on what you go through in life that becomes that bully. 
what holds you back, whether it's your, you're teased in grammar school or, um, you know, you battle breast cancer and, and you have fear of that coming, whatever it may be, we each have our own bully. And so really figuring out how you can combat that and face it head on is key to pushing through and living with hope and living with confidence. So, so well said, and I'm glad you really touched on that. Uh, um, again, especially coming from your perspective, um, we all have our own bully. I don't know what that bully is in, in your mind or your past or what you've dealt with, just like I don't know what bully others are dealing with. But by being as transparent and honest and open as, as you have been uh, throughout everything you've done, and of course today on the, on the show here, it, it's going to empower others to do the same. And it doesn't mean they have to share the story if they're not comfortable doing it, but by utilizing this is my why to get out of this darkness that I'm in right now. And my gosh, with all the passings in such a short amount of time, uh, that's just like hit after hit after hit after hit. And then you almost become almost, uh, forgive me, cynical of when's, when's the next shoe going to drop? When's the next bad thing going to happen? Can I really put myself out there? And of course, we have no idea why you experienced that, why you went through that. And I'm sure there was a lot of questioning and, and maybe even questioning of God. I know, uh, and I'm openly saying it. Uh, I, I've questioned God a lot in the past. Why is this happening to me? Why are you doing this to me? And, uh, and, 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 and I think that's totally normal, but we can't continue to stay in that, that place. We have to find a way to move out. And as we know, unfortunately, a lot of people are unable to move out of that. But it's people like you, Jess, doing what you're doing. It's going to help empower so many others to see, well, you know what? Well, I thought my life was tough. Goodness gracious, I've never lost a child. I've never lost so many people in such a short amount of time. And here she's on here smiling and talking about what she's done. And she's wrote a book. And now she speaks about it. Maybe I can do that. And the answer is, gosh darn, yes, you can do that. So yeah. someone says that uh, to, to you or after today's show, someone types a message and tells you, thank you for being so open and transparent. And thank you for doing this. Do you think I can do that? Now, do you get messages like that from time to time? I, I would think you do. Actually, ask yeah, I actually had a phone call today from a, a lady, a, a potential client, and it was the same thing. She's battling uh, breast cancer, and she wants to start empowering others to take better care of themselves. And absolutely, yeah, if you if you have the belief in yourself and you have the right tools, you can achieve anything. And it's like you talked about with the garden. I, I love that because I, I actually have a class where we talk about blooming and sometimes you have to you have to remove certain things from the soil or plant yourself somewhere else. So you have to look around at what it is that, you know, whether it's creating a beautiful garden or if it's creating a lot of weeds and, and choose picking and choosing what is the right environment for you to achieve what you want. Oh, that's... That's really, really good point because you, you, um, you could have the most fertile seed and you throw it on the concrete. Well, what's going to happen? Well, probably the bird's going to come along and eat it or the sun's going to dry it out and it's never going to grow in anything. So you may have the greatest lesson, but if you're not surrounded with the right group of people that are going to help you achieve that goal, you're not planting the seeds in the right garden. And this is where I often get some kickback. And at first I would, you know, just like anything else, you're like, well, start to doubt yourself. But now my answer to this and, and definitely folks listening and just use it as well. When, when people give that kickback of, aren't you supposed to help everybody? Well, the answer is yes, you're supposed to do what you can to empower everybody. But uh, the example I like to give, if a person's drowning and I throw them a life preserver and they push it away, I throw them another one, they push it away. I jump in and say, come on, I'm trying to save you. And they say, I don't want to help. I just don't want to drown alone. So now I'm faced with a choice. Do I go down with them? Or I say, you know what? I've done everything I can but yet there's five other people that want my help. I need to go to them. And oftentimes people think, well, that's kind of heartfelt. You should have done that. Well, no, in the past I would have debated this, but not anymore. Look, if I've got five other people that want the help, then I'm going to help with them. Now, it doesn't mean I'm forever turning my back on this person, but I do know this. If I'm with somebody that doesn't want the help, essentially I'm turning my back on the five that do. So who's really doing the right thing here? And that's a yeah. tough pill to swallow. But the reality is, not everybody's going to want your message. Not everybody's going to want your help. And uh, Zig had once said, sometimes the worst thing you can do for somebody is to solve their problems because then they have nothing to complain about anymore. <laughs> and I always thought, what the heck? Well, you're right. Some people yeah. just like to complain. So 
you, you, you've only got so much time on this planet. And if you're, I, I posted something today about you can't pour from an empty cup. If your cup is completely empty because you've tried to empower, I don't say the wrong group of people, people that are not ready or don't want your message, then you've got nothing left to help out others. And I know many, many, many times I've, I've done that. And when you're no good, you're no good for anybody. Uh, one of my mentors, and just you'll love this, hit me with a right hook reality a few years ago. He, uh, I mean, he, was awesome. he set me up on it, which was good because that's what I pay him for. But he says, uh, Rich, do you enjoy disrespecting everybody you're meant to serve? I'm like, you know, I was, it was, I was kind of in a bad mood anyway. And then he threw that at me. I'm like, what are you talking about, man? I said, I give absolutely everything I got. As a matter of fact, I only got three hours of sleep last night. I haven't seen my kid in two days. And I listed all these for me little things. And he goes, well, that was my next point. When's the last time you got more than two hours of sleep? When's the last time you saw your kids? When's the last time you took your wife out on a date? When's the last time you meditated? How about went to the gym? I'm like, uh, he goes, my point is, if you're not at 100%, you can't serve at 100%. And he goes, I know you give 100% of what you got. But if you only got 50% in the tank, or in your case, 10% in the tank, you're only giving people 10%. So essentially, you're cheating them. So yep. you enjoy disrespecting those you're meant to serve. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, that stung. But I didn't like hearing it. But I'm glad he told me that because I know I talk about it all the time. But it goes right into what we were just talking about here, too. Yeah. Uh, our goal is to empower as many people as I can. And folks listening, if that's your goal as well, God bless you and please keep doing it. But just realize your message isn't for everybody, as sad as heartfelt that is. Yeah, you are speaking my language. Obviously, I own a gym and it's, you know, a gym that serves primarily women. And that's what I preach. You know, we take care of everyone but, uh, but ourselves and there's nothing left for us. And then we wonder why we feel a certain way, why we don't feel well, why we become ill, why we, you know, have disease. And it's because we are neglecting ourselves. And I think we're all guilty of it. But again, you know, we are given a beautiful gift and God bless you. And if we're not taking the best care of ourselves, then we're really doing a disservice because we can't show up for others if we can't even show up for ourselves. And, and that's, you know, that's what I, I preach, you know, even if it's 10 minutes a day, you've got to pour into your own cup. You got to put your armor on first or you're not going to be able to go to battle. And, and what, what do they always say? I always like referencing this because it ties right in on an airline. Whose mask do you put on first? Yeah. The oxygen yeah. mask, yeah. not the other mask. Right? And I think some people think that's selfish. And I think for, for me, I thought that for a long time, you know, I, I take care of everyone else. And then there's a little, may, might be a sliver, but I use the comparison of, of a plate, you know, and there's only so much room on a plate. And if you overfill it, you feel sick. And, and that's what happens in life. We put so much on ourselves and then we wonder why, you know, we're burnout, we're stressed, we're angry, you know, and it's, it's, you got to take that time for self-care. And I don't mean just exercising. It could be meditation. It could be just what are you fueling your body with? Getting enough rest, having community time, you know, spending time with people that, that you enjoy being with. And so there's many ways to self-care, but really, really it's time for people to step back and really look at that because we, we see what's going on in society right now too. And it's, it's time to, to be real with self-care. And, and what, just why, why do you think uh, um, what do you think women do that to themselves? Is is that nurturing nature? I've got to take care of everybody else, and then you know, yeah. if, if I get time, or it, it always kind of reminds me of the um, the Christmas story when uh, the mom is serving the the, the the dad and the boys dinner, and then uh, as soon as she sits down to take a bite, then she's got to get up because uh, what Ralphie wants more mashed potatoes, and then the, the husband wants the paper, and then this and that. And he says, I don't think my mom's eaten a warm meal in 10 years. And right. is, is that the reason for that? Is I think um, it's part of it. I mean, I think there's many reasons. I think it is partly societal, but, you know, we allow it. Some of us just allow it. And we put that expectation on ourselves. And sometimes, really, there's no one else to blame but ourselves. You know, it's okay to put boundaries and to put your foot down and say, you know, I'm doing this so I can be better for you so I can show up better for my family. And there's nothing selfish about that. It's really selfless and it's leading by example for our children. You know, our kids are watching what we're doing and if, if we're neglecting ourselves and beating up our body and in whatever ways, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, then 
they're watching that and that is going to repeat for generations. So we can, we can stop it now and say, this is what's important um, going forward. Oh, that's fantastic. And yeah, our, our kids, they, they, they don't seem to hear just like when I was a teenager, I didn't hear a thing. Uh, my parents were saying, uh, but I always saw and the kids, they, 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 they learn so much by watching uh, than they do hearing. And but still, don't give up on talking to them because sooner or later that seed's going to get planted in their head, and they're going, "Oh, hey, Dad, remember when you told me that five years ago?" No, but okay, yes. <laughs> but no, uh, and Jess, it's, it's kind of funny you bring that. We did a um, a women's self protection workshop, and we used to do those all the time at the academy. And some of my funnest classes to teach, I call them self empowerment, because uh, my whole thing was to take women and show, "Hey, you're a princess. You'll always be a princess." But inner side, you've got this warrior spirit, and I'm going to pull it out to show what you're made of and just give them that sense of hope, that sense of self-confidence. Instead yeah, of walking yeah. with their shoulders down, they're walking empowered. They'd leave there like, all right, I dare somebody to come up and grab my shirt. I dare somebody to come up and get in my face. And I'm like, well, don't get crazy with it. But, yeah, I want that power you have. But uh, yeah. we were, we were um, uh, doing for, goodness gracious, I forgot what charity it was. Uh, there was, there was, a, it was a hurricane or, or something was a – well, a football player that would really like, uh, and, and there's a lot of them that I like, and a lot I don't, but uh, it, it's neither here nor there. But J.J. Uh, Watt, he's in Houston. So he was doing a, a big, um, was it Katrina? That wasn't Katrina. Whatever hurricane came through Houston. And uh, um, so we started donating to his his charitable cause. So we said, you know what, we're going to do a, a women's self-protection workshop, and 100% of the proceeds are going to go there. So I did, you know, a couple of my promotional videos, a couple of this and that, and we'd get trickles and people would sign up. And then my wife, who does not like being on camera, who does not like giving speeches, she likes being in the background. She came on during one of them. It was kind of a, she goes, you know what, ladies, we always put ourselves last. We always, you know, uh, take care of the kids. We take care of this. We do this and that. And we put ourselves last. Well, I'm telling you right now, you need to come do this for you. Do this for you so you have the protection, so you can protect you and your kids. And most importantly, if you don't want to do it for you, then gosh darn, at least come to the event to socialize and then uh, contribute to help out others. And, I mean, like instantly the class started filling up. Now, I could never say that. Come on, women, you don't do enough for yourself. I guess I could, but it would really feel right. weird. But by her saying that and then Jessica, by you saying what you just said, gave me those same chills and those same goosebumps to, to empower women. Look, gosh darn it, do it for you. You've got to be your best. And I can tell yeah. you my story about my uh, uh, mentor popping me by telling me I'm disrespecting those. And, you know, some guys will get that. Some macho dudes will get that. But I'm not so sure all women will get that. And I'm hopeful they do. But you present it in your way. I think that rang a few bells. So that's good. Maybe not a right hook of reality, but maybe it did whatever it did uh, to, 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 to empower them. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, good. So, what's 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 next? What's what's going on next with Jesser? Um, I, I was trying to entice you to move here closer to me so we could hang out more, hang out with Never you know. in Florida. Uh, but uh, is but uh, I know it's hard. It's because uh, it was hard as heck for me to leave our martial arts academy. Uh, but it's we got our senior instructor. He's been with me sixteen years now. He's managing the academy, and we're in contact with him regularly. And he's doing a fantastic job, and it's allowing me to. Uh, um, to, to focus 100% on the Bulletproof and Kick and Life brand and take that global is kind of my goal with that. Yeah, so, that's awesome. You know, we'll see what, what's in store for me. I just want to continue to inspire, particularly, I mean, everyone, but women in particular, because I see what's happening. And just to keep moving forward, despite all the heartaches, you know, all the, all the tough times you're going to have in life to take care of yourself, to work towards your dreams and goals, never to give up on that. Um, you know, sometimes they're put on the back burner, but then that's okay. Life gets in the way sometimes, but just keep moving forward. Yeah. So we'll see what, where life takes me next. Warmer weather sounds amazing, but we will see what happens. Awesome sauce. Um, so with, with that, do, do you, um, what would you say that, um, be, being, being a woman that you see that other ladies are doing other than putting themselves last, and maybe it ties into with that. Um, of, and I like to say, and this is a harsh word, but disrespecting themselves. And I, and I, people ask me all the time, what do I think is the biggest problem with society? I mean, that's broad, but I've got it narrowed down now. And mine is disrespect. And I say, because so people um, lack the self-respect 
to take care of themselves, to do things they need to do for themselves, to think for themselves, to believe in themselves in order to be their best. And if you don't respect yourself, then there's no way in heck you can truly respect anybody else. And we see that with the, the criminals and the, uh, well, I don't want to go down a, a political rant here, but uh, uh, wrong is wrong and right is right and justice needs to be served regardless of what it is. And uh, the, the fact that there, there's not a lot of accountability for action, I, I think that leads to even more self, I'm sorry, more disrespect or, or, or yeah, disrespect for yourself, meaning, you know what, I know it's wrong, but what the heck, I'm not going to get in trouble for it. And that leads down a very dark path, but I kind of squirreled it yeah. around there. But uh, what, what do you think that uh, women are doing now, and uh, maybe they've been doing for a long time, and what do you advise them to start to notice it, to identify it, and then what to do about it? Well, what comes to mind for me is comparison, is we tend, and I think everyone does that, but, but I think more women comparing themselves to others. And, and of course, social media just fuels that fire and again, we're all guilty of it, but really it comes down to focusing on, on your self-worth and prioritizing self-care. And, and, you know, you, we all have the same amount of time in a day. So how are we prioritizing it? What are we doing? Are we sitting for two hours scrolling through Facebook or Instagram or TikTok, you know, looking at everyone else's life and, and knowing that half the time it's not even real. It's, you know, we put the best things out there or are we using that two hours to move our body, to prep food, to spend quality time with our kids, to take a little downtime for meditation, go out with a girlfriend. So it's really prioritizing what's important to you. And we, we say we make time for what's important. So, you know, take a good look at your, your life and where your days are going. And if, if it's not going the way you want or in a positive direction, then it is really time to reevaluate and, uh, to prioritize what's what needs to be done and again it goes back to what's going on you know it's like a, it's like the the elephant in the room you know people that are sick and dying right now are are usually have other things wrong with them usually that's not always the case there's a lot of unfortunate situations but we have this power to take care of ourselves and many aren't and again you know there's a lot of times we can't we can't help what happens, whether it's a sickness or an accident or whatever, but you know, people get frustrated. Well, I don't have, you do have a lot of control. It's again, what's important to you. And a lot of times it's excuses. That's like my right. tough love. I'm not like a tough love or I don't yell or I, I, I mean, I do yell at my kids a little, but I don't yell in my gym, but it's really just prioritizing what's important and knowing that that, I posted something yesterday that, you know, when, when soldiers go to war or they're preparing to go overseas to battle or whatever, my husband served in Afghanistan. It's not like you just show up and you go, you prepare for years. And we know what's going on right now with COVID, with cancer, with whatever it may be. We've had this for two years now. What are you doing to prepare your body? Because we will get sick. Are you prepared to go to that battle? with whatever it is in life. It doesn't have to be sickness, but we are gonna be faced with things in our life and we are not preparing and putting in, using the right tools, then, then we're gonna we're gonna get beat. Wow. That's my lecture, sorry. Oh, no, that was absolutely <laughs> I'm very passionate. And you know where it comes from? Again, my son, Steven, didn't have a choice. He was born with this disease. Um, and my dad, who was a doctor, he took care of everyone but himself. He passed away from pulmonary fibrosis and lung cancer. So I have two situations and be, you know, bringing those together is where my passion comes from. And so I think you need to almost know that backstory as to why I feel the way I do, because two, two males in my life died that, you know, one didn't have a choice, didn't have a chance. And my dad, you know, pulmonary fibrosis, not sure where that would have taken him, but if he had, prioritize himself a little more, I feel like he would have been here longer with us. You know, that's what I think. I don't know if that's the truth or not. Oh my gosh. And folks, if you're just jumping on here, we're talking to Miss Jessica Moyo and uh, my goodness, the list of accolades I listed at the very beginning and everything she's talking about with, uh, she's an author, a Ziegler speaker, John Maxwell speaker, trainer, coach, and uh, she's got her gym here. 
Uh, she's listed the five G's earlier. She's going to post those and uh, post a link uh, on this. If you're watching on YouTube or on Facebook, or if you're listening to the podcast and once again, make sure you subscribe and smack that bell. So you get notified of any new podcast, any new live stream that comes out. So you can be a part of this and, and learn from us. And then our goal is to share this with others to continue to build what I call our tribe. And our tribe is to make society a happier, healthier, and safer place to live. And the biggest reason I focus on that is because when people are happier and healthier, they're automatically safer. And, and I mean, happy, healthy people aren't shooting up schools. Happy, healthy, healthy, listen to me. No, no, no. Happy, healthy people aren't, 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 aren't robbing people, aren't abusing people, aren't bullying people. And happy, healthy people are, are, are taking care of themselves, just like Jessica just mentioned here, by putting themselves first. And I know oftentimes they go, oh, you can't put myself first. Yes, you can. And as Jessica mentioned, and if you heard my little thing about uh, disrespecting others by disrespecting yourself, yeah, you've got to put yourself first to be your best. And then you're, how that makes you safer, you're going to be around a lot longer in order to spread those gifts, in order to spread that love, in order to spread your God-given talents to help out others. And then, of course, you can do a heck of a lot more when you're happier and you're healthier, too. Being sick, you know, there's an old saying, when you're healthy, you've got hundreds, if not thousands of goals. When you're sick, you've got one. And that one is to get healthy again. And oftentimes we forget that. It's, uh, oh, you know, you know, we would say a prayer, God, please get me healthy. Please get me over this. And, you know, oh, well, the old days when I was kind of a, 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 well, a party animal, God, please get me over this hangover and I'll never drink again. You know, <laughs> it was a big old lie. I'm being transparent here. I, uh, um, <laughs> I do my best to be the best Christian I can. I was baptized in 2017, but prior to that, uh, I wasn't always the, 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 the best I could have been. At, uh, well, I always put forth my best, regardless of what that was, good or bad, uh, which is sometimes is a bad quality. My mentor, Chris Widener, always reminds me that your greatest strength, if unchecked, <laughs> can quickly become your greatest weakness. And uh, my, my grandma, Bonnie, would always ask, Richie, are you putting God first? And occasionally when I was younger, I'd lie to her and say, yeah, grandma, I am, and blow her off. But she knew I wasn't, and I truly wasn't. And unfortunately, she passed away a, a decade ago now, but her messages ring clearer now than they ever have, and that's why I try and pass those on uh, with, with taking care of yourself, just like you said, Jess. You've got to be at your best. You're not 100%. You can't give 100%. If your cup is empty, you can't pour from an empty cup. And, you know, I give it from the guy's point of view all the time about attitude and effort, and I'm so glad that Jessica given it from the, 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 the lady's point of view of, you know, saying what, unfortunately, women do. Uh, and, yes, you want to help others. But gosh darn it, you got to put yourself first. And oftentimes, uh, that's when the health risks uh, add up or that's uh, when you're not feeling your best or the headaches or your health starts to decline because you take care of everybody except for yourself. Man. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I, too, I will say, I know a lot of people develop disease or illness and it's of no fault of their own. But, and that will probably happen to me at some point, but will my body be more equipped to fight it? I guess that's my message because I don't want to seem like I'm coming off like you won't. That won't happen to you. It will. We will all get sick. We will all die. There it is. But, One thing we don't have control of that, but what we do yeah. have control of is what we do with that time. And I think I get you back to what you were saying. And I'm guilty of it too. And I had a I drifted off the path uh, when I first got here to Florida. Um, uh, well, I was uh, getting too involved with too many things I probably shouldn't have been in the political realm, and I drifted a little bit. And before I knew it. I was spending hours on social media. Now, I told myself I was doing that to try and develop a bigger following in order to find out what the message was right. And, and, and I wanted to believe that. And I, it's probably what I went into it for. But then I drifted, man. I drifted off. And I didn't have those guardrails in life. And before I know it, I'm in arguments with people I shouldn't be even talking to. And then the hours are mounting up. And I'm not spending time with my kids. I'm not enjoying the beauty that God created. I'm not utilizing my talents. I'm spending time on social media. It's an addiction just like anything else. And, uh, you know, one of the most powerful chemicals in a body is dopamine. And that dopamine hit is that feel good, right? So I'd get a like on a post and I'd feel good and I'd dive right into it. And we all do that before we know it. Hour, two hours, possibly yeah. three hours have gone by. And like you said, what did I do with those three hours? Well, when I would finally break out of the matrix, I wouldn't feel good about myself. I would be angry that I wasted so much time on that. But then I'm like, gosh, dang. I could have utilized that time either reading, working on my book, doing things that are going to serve a better purpose, utilizing my why, 
or helping others or hell just spending time with my family. <laughs> exactly. You know, what comes to mind. I know we need to wrap up. I think of the quote by Tom Ziegler, what you feed your mind determines your appetite. And if, if we're sitting on social media or watching the news or looking at things that are not adding value, and again, we all do it. I do it myself, but just being more mindful or set a timer, maybe, okay, I'm going to spend 20 minutes if that's like your, your downtime, but just being mindful of what's constantly being pushed into our mind because it comes out and sometimes not in good ways. Oh, so beautifully said. And yeah, we're all guilty of it, but what we do with it now, bringing it up now, we're more aware of it. Right. And and, and I talk about it in order, like I said earlier, to, to I've got the earphones on. Well, once I can hear this, but also a lot of times I'll talk on my uh, presentations. I'll put my hands up here. I said, I'm saying this because I need to hear it too. So I'll put yeah. reverbs back in my own uh, ears there. Well, gosh darn. Well, Jess, thank you so, so, so very much for, for the time and for being on the show and the perseverance and the grit and dealing with technical issues and everything else. Yeah, I apologize. Uh, well, here's I, the I, thing. I could be at my house. But I don't know you. I have a huge Great Dane Mastiff and a another dog, and all I would probably hear is the barking in the background. It's it's challenging with all this with this virtual world. So this is you know, do the best I can. So I've got my uh, dog. She's a rescue pet, so she's I don't know. Her her mom must have got around. She's a, a breed of all kinds of different pets. Uh, <laughs> but uh, her name's Dallas. Uh, well. I'm a huge cowboy fan. I grew up on a farm. My son's name's Austin and Emmett. My daughter's Madeline, and we got Dallas. But anyway, uh, she has to come in here in the office uh, with me during the podcast because any car drives by or any, well, now it's ducks in the pond. A duck will fly out of the pond or come and land and oh, yeah. <laughs> she sometimes will get a lot of air time. So we're like, okay, we got to bring her up in the office here. So she's laying down with me. But uh, good stuff. Well, folks, thank you so very much for your time and, and being on the show. Hopefully it was educational and enlightful, insightful and empowering for you. Um, I know I'm just blessed and grateful that Jessica took the time to, to be with us today. We've been trying to set this up since June and now we got her done. So Jess, I'm going to challenge you with something. And uh, um, you've kind of seen how this works now. Yes, there's technical difficulties. So I'm going to challenge you. Gosh darn, set up your own little live stream. Uh, the app I'm using, folks, and I don't get paid for this, but I'm going to give them a shout-out, is Melon, M-E-L-O-N. I did a side-by-side -side comparison between Melon and uh, StreamYard, and they're both great apps, but I found this one to be a little easier. Uh, you set up the stuff in the background. I watched a couple of YouTube tutorials on it, and uh, it's a free version, and then there's a paid couple paid versions. But I can live stream to my YouTube channel, my uh, Facebook pages, and I'm setting it up for LinkedIn as well. And at the same time, i got my re podcast recording stuff, so I can send this to the producers and they strip the audio off. So it, we got a live stream and we got a podcast all wrapped up into one. So guys, I'm going to challenge you to, to, to start doing your live streams because I'm telling you, uh, the, the world needs to hear more of your message. I know you do a lot with that. And I'm kind of putting you on the spot here by telling you to do this. I'm obviously shouldn't tell anybody to do anything, but I'm just encouraging you. Gosh, darn it. If it's anything, just get that word out, um, to, to, uh, empower women and something just teasing you with this. I was doing three shows a week. I was doing the uh, Spotlight Show, and this is when I was back in Illinois and went to the recording studio, and a Wednesday Wisdom and a Feel Good Friday. Well, I'm going to change things up now. I'm still going to record this live stream on Thursday. I'm going to still do the Feel Good Friday, but I'm going to start putting together a uh, Bully Proof and Kicking Life Tuesday tip. So it's going to be a short little uh, live stream now that since this is the most popular platform, and I've been playing around with uh, uh, Instagram Reels and something else trying to figure those things out their shorts but have that so it's just another little drip getting that message out and hitting people uh when they really need it and as we know right now anxiety depression suicide is at an all-time high due to the the pandemic the lockdown due to people being isolated due to people spending too much time on social media and getting that comparison game where you know i'll never be as great as jessica i'll never be as beautiful as she is i'll never be able to write a book no, and, and, and of course, God didn't make you to be as great as Jessica. God made you to be as great as you are. But oftentimes we forget to do that. And, you know, I'm guilty of it from time to time. But the more I talk about it, I know, and that's why I'm encouraging you, Jess, to do this. The more I talk about it, the more it's front of the mind awareness and that subconscious mind to not get caught in that comparison trap. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see where that goes. <laughs> this is very uncomfortable for me, and I know that's how we grow. So... <laughs> We're working on it. We're working on it. Serious? Now, uh, I never would have guessed that. This is uncomfortable. 
Oh, I mean, yeah. it's okay. I'm trying to put you on the spot. My gosh, you seem like such a natural. Goodness gracious. Yeah, this a lot of people world. say I need to be getting and doing more lives and this and that. It's just, it is hard for me. And so it's it's a work in progress, baby steps. Well, and, and I want you to operate in your zone of genius. And uh, you know, you can see the vision that I can't see that God gave you. But I'm just talking from an outside perspective here and the, t- the times we've connected and what I've seen today on this live stream, people need to hear your message. And and keep if you're more of a, a, a blogger and a book writer, I, I tried that. I'm, I'm more of a talker and being on, on yeah, TV yeah. and camera and stuff. I like to talk. <laughs> I know you do, and you're good at it. Yeah. Well, thank but, you. Uh, I appreciate that. Uh, and I appreciate I, your message. More people need to hear your message as well. So great teamwork today, my friend. Well, that was a good kick in the teeth to tell me to get that Tuesday tip thing going and quit him hauling around, right? Yeah. <laughs> I put you on the spot and you fired right back. Oh, yeah? Well, you're going to challenge me, gosh darn. I'm going to challenge you. Well, yes, yes. Good stuff. Well, well Jess, uh, thank you so, so very much. And please, uh, when we're, we're, we're done here, um, and you're going to hang tight for the closing. That'll be cool. Uh, but uh, type in there how people can get a hold of you and uh, the the um, the resources that you have, the 5Gs and the books. And, you know, if someone's in the Delaware area that would love to come to your gym, my goodness, uh, put all that information in there so people can get a hold of you and we'll definitely continue to. Uh, Absolutely. I will, I will work on that after we, we finish up here. Awesome sauce. Well, folks, thank you again. A uh, little longer episode today. Uh, we usually 45 minutes to uh, to an hour. We're a few minutes over that, but no big deal. You got some bonus, right? You got to spend extra time with Jessica. So uh, talk that up as a win. Of course, you can always listen to this more than once. And that's the beauty of it. You know, we talked about so many different things that uh, there's no way to take it all in. So I always encourage you to go back, listen a second, third time, and then most importantly, share this with someone else that you know could benefit from this message because that's how we're going to do it. That's how we're going to make society a happier, healthier, and safer place to live. All right, folks, I love you. Jessica loves you. God loves you. Please share that love with the world. And until we talk again, you get out there and do your best. And I promise you'll be your very best. You'll become bullyproof. Yeah. And you'll live your best kick in life. God bless you. God bless your loved ones. Chat with everybody real soon. Bye-bye. Thank you very much for listening to another Light Change, an episode of Grogan's Bullyproof and Kicking Life. This is your Bullyproof expert, Master Rich Grogan, reminding you to please subscribe and please share this podcast with your kids, family members, or anyone else who could benefit from this empowering message. And if you think we earned it, I kindly ask that you please remember that five-star review to let others know that you're part of the Grogan's Bullyproof and Kicking Life tribe. And until we talk again, you get out there and do your best, and I promise you'll become your very best to become bullyproof, and you'll live your best kick in life.